0: On today's show, Isaac and I are going to talk about Goran Dragic. What else? Again. <laughs> but there's so many other options. We'll talk about Dennis Schroeder. We'll talk about Laurie and Kemba Walker was moved and bought out at an incredible Woo. number. We'll talk about that. Get into Mavs offseason. What else they can still do coming up on Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka and this is Lockdown Mavs Podcast. Hey, Phineas. Hey, Isabella. What you doing? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Lockdown Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Dragic dude, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: We're still waiting on Dragic. So... This is where we're at in the Mavs off season that uh, we're still waiting on the Drogic stuff. I, <laughs> the soundboard is back,
0: but <laughs> it's never you know, left.
1: I think, you know, we have some type of time frame because Friday is the first day that all of these deals can become official. You know, we're still in the moratorium. Uh, that's why, you know, a lot of, any team employee can't be talking about anything right now regarding their team and, you know, all the reports out there. But, we're, we're going to, you know, as soon as Friday hits, you're going to start seeing all these deals, you know, become official. And I think that's going to be kind of like a little deadline, a little bit to push these things through because the last thing Toronto wants to do and, you know, Miami and everything is to, you know, let this Kyle Lowry thing just linger on and not become official. They want to get that thing done. So I think Friday is this time is the, the end on this, but who, you know, who steps in first, who steps towards the other first, in this negotiation between Dallas and Toronto.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Tell them that Locked On sent you. We want to let everyone know that we are recording this before the Slovenia game today against uh, France. France. Slovenia game against France. So we do not know that. We're actually recording this even before the USA-Australia game today in the Olympics, so we don't know about that. But... By the time you're listening to this, we may have a reaction video up on YouTube and possibly an emergency type pod.
1: After Slovenia wins, then we'll have some type of reaction.
0: Exactly. So, so we just want to let everyone know that. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. So, um, Goran Dragic still out there. Still, still the move that the Mavericks still need to make. Um, what's what the, did Mark?
1: What did Mark Stein say on Green Room tonight?
0: Mark Stein said today that that the Mavericks are. He said that it's, it's it's still going, it's still ongoing, and then there's been reports, I'm pretty sure Mark Stein said this or somebody else, listen, this is excellent journalism for me, that uh, the Mavericks don't want to make a trade, they don't want to send anything, they want to be able to accept yeah. him as, you know, they want him to sign him as a free agent, for, as a buyout guy, uh, which to me sounds like posturing, right, like it just seems... Um, Yeah. Oh, this is the exact quote. Dallas will not jump, jump into a trade. They're hoping Dragic makes his way into the free agent market. They don't want his 19 million. That could change. No guaranteed Dragic ends up in Dallas. Mark Stein on green room. Uh, And so to me, that sounds like posturing. We've heard trade packages already, right? Like we've heard of, you know, things that they could possibly send and we've heard reports of, well, they don't want to send all of this. Well, Toronto wants more of this. Like, it just feels like they're both sides are playing hardball, and they're both trying to figure out: okay, how can I get more out of the other side? How can I give up less? <laughs> it just yeah. seems like both sides are still trying to do this, still kind of locked in step. Uh, I I think that he'll end up on the Mavericks, but again, like Mark Stein said, it's not a guarantee.
1: Well, I think there's hardball going on with a lot of different parties right now too. I think why Dallas is probably taking this strong stance of saying, "Why are we going to give up anything if we can just get you for free?" Basically, is you know, they have the relationship with Bill Duffy. They have the relationship with with Dragic and Lucas agent here. And if Duffy and Dragic is telling Toronto, we don't want to play there, like, can you please, like let's work out something to where he could become a free agent but if Toronto's sitting there saying, well, no, like we're not going to do that because we want to keep this expiring contract. Like we're not, we don't want to like, we're not going to release you for free whenever we can have this $19 million expiring contract that we can use to some bigger deal later on. So we, we either going to get something back for him now in a trade with Dallas, or we're just going to hold on to him. That's, that's what, you know, Toronto's probably saying right now. So we went over the what's happening on both sides on yesterday's pod. And that's where we're at right now. And if you're Dallas and you know that Dragic wants to play for you, you build Duffy's telling you the same thing. Hey, hold out. Let's just sit. Look, we're trying to get a buyout with Toronto then why would you trade something for Dragic if he's going to come for free? Because then it just gives you even more flexibility that you can go to someone else who's still on the market and say, let's work out a sign-and-trade and and take that same package you would give for Dragic to add a different player. You would still keep the traded player exception. So I I get what Dallas is doing. There's still a a hello darkness, my my old friend path of a team like OKC that I'm scared about right now. Now that they've gotten rid of Kemba, stepping in saying, we'll take Dragic.
0: Harrison Sanford just reported that a player has signed.
1: With who? With the Mavs?
0: <laughs> no, Harrison Sanford is the Danny, Who's Green's, this? Danny Green's co-host on his podcast. Remember? Oh, that guy. <laughs> remember last year we spent so much time listening to their podcast. Uh, he's re-signing with the Sixers. Just came down. Cool. Uh, yeah,
1: good cool. job for you, Danny.
0: So, but that leads me to I want to get off Dragic because we've been talking about him for days, and let's just wait until something happens at this point, right?
1: Well, I, I do think it's just important that OKC now could take him, and can this you is say what, one
0: more. Can you say one more th- thing? This
1: is what OKC does, right? They ta- they take these vets, they keep them, and turn them into something. Yeah. And as soon as this is where my mind went when the Kimba news dropped yesterday morning was, well, I be mean, dang it, if is not going to step in as a third team on this and take Dragic and then flip him for a pick later on, and that will, will be what will piss me off and probably a lot of other Mavs fans but if that happens.
0: What doesn't make sense to me about that? And you, you said that to me earlier, and I was thinking, OK, so OKC, so Toronto wants something for him. So yeah. then OKC gives something up, and then OKC gets something later, right? It, I mean what kind of asset management is that? I mean, would they get a better asset to give them up later than Toronto would get now from OKC? It's just like, it was it marginally better? They get a first round pick that might be better. Like, I don't know. That, that one doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but well, neither we did them buying out Kemba, which we'll get into in a little bit. But
1: we also don't know what Dallas is telling Toronto that they'll give up. Like, what if Dallas is legitimately telling Toronto, we're not giving you anything. Like, just we're Dwight just going to wait for you to, just what, not well even earlier. that. Like, let's just say that we're not going to give you anything. We'll just, We'll wait at this point. We know he's going to come here. We'll wait. And that's it. And, and unless if the Stein report said they don't want to take on 19 million, it's like, Hey, we're, we're not going to do the trade. So if OKC comes in and says, Hey, we'll give you freaking two second round picks for Dragic. We can flip it for a first later on. Then that's the type of stuff that I get scared about. If Dallas is really confident. So it's still a waiting game. We're going to be in the waiting game until something happens. Hopefully it's a Maverick.
0: Hopefully Friday when deals can start to become official.
1: Yeah, Something hopefully happens. on Thursday that would be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully today on Thursday if you're listening to this. So, uh, but let's talk about some of the other m- players that are still out there because there's still stuff that the Mavericks can do. There's still things that can happen. Uh, so let's get into to Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroder's sitting out there. I mean, he's still hanging out. I think I think I saw BetOnline.ag had a uh, how many how many points over under is Dennis Schroeder going to score in per game for the Shanghai Sharks next year? <laughs> Oh, wow. 29 and a half over under.
1: <laughs> no, he's not that bad.
0: <laughs> no, but the, there's there's no teams for him right now. So it is kind of weird. I guess he could go back to OKC. They have room, right? Yeah. But with Dennis Schroeder, it's uh, Mark Stein reported on the Green Room today. He said the Mavs are not in the Schroeder mix right now. And my question to that is, who is in the Schroeder mix? Who's interested yeah. in him? Where is he gonna go? This is one of the weirdest contract years I think I've seen in a in a long time. Where uh, it he turned down at like an eighty four million dollar deal from the Lakers, and then now he's not getting like anything. I guess it's like Nerlens Noel all over again.
1: I know it's so weird because I I don't think he's this bad. So and I think he's getting a lot of hate now. You know, it's it he gave up so much of the money. I think now he has to take like the one year prove it type deal. He's probably going to take like the full. If he can't work out a signing and trade and he goes somewhere, you know, some signing trade with, you know, the Lakers, whatever, he goes to a team that's over the cap, then he's probably going to take like a full MLE somewhere for like one year and say, well, all right, that's what I'll do and try to, yeah, hit free agent <laughs> next year.
0: Yeah, coming up, let's get into how the Mavericks could get in on Schroeder. If they're not in the mix now, maybe they miss out on Dragic, and then they try to get in the Schroeder mix later. Let's talk about that. We'll also talk about who else the Mavericks could still be in on. There's still guys out there. There's still players that could be you know useful for the Mavericks. So let's get into that. But before we do, rockauto.com uh, for fear that, Locked on Mavs out of context. We'll take my my ad read about cars and watching cars and being amazed by how many cars there are. I will not say that I look outside and watch so many cars. But why would you want to go somewhere where you're going to have to waste time, waste money, getting the exact same part you could get at rockauto.com? Go get it right now. Go find your car, the make, the model, the year, all that stuff. It's organized very well on their website. You can find everything available for your car and see how you're going to save money. For example, for a Honda Odyssey, a fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but $216 from rockauto.com. That, you save $140 just on that one part alone. So if you're doing a big job or if you're trying to do a bunch of other things, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us? box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris. So Dennis Schroeder, his his free agency baffles me because, like you said, it's not like he was a useless guy last year. He was 15 points, uh, six assists last year a game in just about 32 minutes. He shot, you know, 33% from three, but he's shot better recently uh, from three. And it's not like he was a terrible, terrible guard that doesn't deserve, like, I don't know, you know, like a double-digit millions, you know, contract per year, I think. And so now he's left with not many options and uh, the Mavericks, according to Stein, are not in the mix for him. But if the Mavericks did try to get in the mix for him, how could they possibly add him or get Schroeder? Oh,
1: well, I mean, I think him, we'll talk about marketing a little bit. It depends on if they'll just lower their price. You know, I, I think this is the whole, you know, the the possibility of, like, the Bullock sign-and-trade, you know, with the Knicks, and could they do that, and then take Bullock into the trade exception, and then, you know, then could they do the whole, you know, shooter for the full MLE, like they, you know, like we think they're doing for Bullock right now. So at that point, I mean, it's a big pride hit for for shooter of saying huge nine to ten million there, you know, for a couple of seasons. But or you know, is it a one year type deal for shooter? Could they work out a signing trade with the Lakers? And could you present the same thing? Which I mean, I know the Lakers have a million people on the roster at this point, but. Would the Lakers take back somebody Would the Lakers want Dwight Powell, even though they have Dwight Howard and AD and Gasol, you know, what, what else is there for the, for the Lakers that Dallas would, you know, anyway, I, it's hard. It's, I mean, it's honestly hard to figure that out, especially if he's not willing to do like MLE type money.
0: Yeah, so it would be difficult, which is probably why they're not in the mix right now, because probably his agents his agents still trying to save face and be like, no, we can't do that deal because you wouldn't make near as much money. Uh, but he's not gonna make near as much money anywhere, I guess, at this point. So Yeah. Yeah, it's just a really, really strange thing for him.
1: Him and, and the Ke- roster is weird. Like to where like let's say Kelly Oubre. Like what if what if the Warriors want to do a sign and trade with Kelly Oubre to Dallas and it's around that same like price as like Dwight's contract? Like I can see Dwight Powell fitting on the Warriors better than Dwight Powell fitting on the Lakers. You
0: know The problem with all these teams, it, these really weird free agency deals for Schroeder, for Kelly Oubre, like you said, and Lori marketing. The problem with all these teams is they got a buttload of salary, right? Like Lakers are going to be in the tax. Uh, I think Warriors are in the luxury tax though. The bulls are going to be in the tax, right? With DeRozan making $28 million a year. Like they're definitely yeah. going to be there. And so, uh, Doing a sign and trade with these kind of guys, if you if they bring back any money at all, then all of a sudden that costs them way way more than it's worth. I think for what the Mavericks can give up, so that's what makes it a little bit more complicated. Which is why it's not like, well, why don't the Mavericks just go j- go get Schroeder? It's not really as easy as as that because some of these teams are paying more money right now, paying in the luxury tax and the regular tax. Yeah, um, and and yeah, just then, to remind, the Raptors it- are for Drogic, right? For example.
1: Yeah. And it's just a reminder of how, like I've seen even today, somebody sent us a tweet of somebody with like updated cap sheets and stuff. And it was like, all right, well, it says right here, Dallas has 10 to 12 million. Like that's not like you either. Like they have the traded player exception. They have these players going into these exceptions because they're operating as a team over the cap. Therefore you don't have the cap space. So it's, it's tricky how it's all working. I I would not operate. This is the safe way to say it. I would not sit here and operate as a fan right now thinking that Dallas has 10 to 14 million to no. spend in cap space right now. That's just not
0: accurate. No, because they literally could not use it.
1: Exactly. And still
0: so. keep Reggie Bullock and, and Sterling Brown, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So just doesn't work like that. It's complicated. It I know I've had a lot of CBA questions over the last couple of days. CBA Mavs on, on Twitter has done a great job of covering all of this. I think dude's and, just out uh,
1: there answering questions left and right. He's just,
0: we don't know who he is. We don't know where he came from. Maybe he came from the Larry Kuhn school of, of salary cap, the sports business classroom. Shout out. Uh, maybe was... it's Andrew Baker. Ooh, the where's, burner. The
1: where's the button?
0: That's quite an obvious burner account though. It's a very obvious burner. If it's going to be Andrew Baker, <laughs>
1: Hopefully Andrew uh, does not have that time.
0: Uh so who else is in the mix? We mentioned Kelly Oubre. I mean what would Kelly Oubre be able to take from the Mavericks? I mean could they could I mean, they they could do the, the sign and trade TPE, right?
1: Yeah, I, and I wouldn't be opposed to bringing Oubre on for a yeah, the sign and trade TPE if you want to do Bullock into that and you know, yeah, I'm not opposed to that. If they could get Oubre especially at a cheaper cost, I know you Have a custom Ubre jersey that you're waiting to put up on your bookshelf, but
0: I'm ready to ready to burn it when he's terrible for the Mavs. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: When he's terrible, don't do that. Um, But yeah, I mean that's it. It seems like the Warriors route. They don't want to add a ton of money, and you know, with their move of you know Eric Paschal today to Utah, I seen it. You know that shed. I forgot how much money. I think it was like over ten. 10 million maybe even 20 million in tax money just shedding his contract that's what,
0: that's what we're talking about when it's like these players like oh just do a trade just do a sign and trade okay if the warriors bring back any money yeah at all then all of a sudden they're still paying out the they're paying out the lake for the for that
1: that it's just everything hinges on the draga situation right now for dallas yeah and to where if they can add Dragic, and that's where you get dallas is thinking about this and this is where this is just the reminder of can we wait for the for the week to end can we wait for the dust to settle before we have a full complete opinion about this Mav's off season like that's all i'm trying to say like right now i i mean i said it on yesterday's podcast if this is how it like it ends this is like a the mavs bunting and them barely getting the first base it's not a complete strikeout but like they got marginally better with like Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown, you know, whatever. Bring it back to him. It, it's just not the home run that we wanted in Lowry or a bigger name. But let's, let's wait. Like, let's wait to see if it's a double or even a triple. Like, how would the fan base feel if they get Drogic on a minimum of contract and then they trade Dwight and something else in a sign and trade for Laurie Markinen? And then they add another like vet and a vet minimum. And we're still walking out of this with like, schroeder marketing and some other like vet, you know andre iguodala what i'm just like like there's still a pathway for them to add one or two more names to this that i think could shape reshape some of the fan bases kind of opinion on this offseason stuff could still happen right i'm not saying it's going to happen i'm just saying let's just wait to see the until the dust settles before we really have a strong opinion at least that's what i'm doing
0: but will we but what? will we do that, Isaac?
1: Wait for the dust to settle? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I mean, Nick just corrected me before the pod. He was like, hey, we still got a few more times. <laughs> I did do that. To you. <laughs> because I said one of those statements too of like, oh, dang, now's the time to. It's like, let's just wait it out. Let's just see what they pull off.
0: Can we wait? And also, I mean, I've been thinking about this team a lot. Like, they're not going to play Kawhi in the playoffs again. So that's an improvement.
1: Fans don't want to hear this, Nick.
0: I'm just saying, I think the Lakers <laughs> got worse in the playoffs uh, with all the moves that they made. So I think that that's an improvement for the Mavericks. Uh, did the Jazz get better? Did the Suns get better?
1: Can we just be honest and no. say if the Mavericks run this exact same team that they have under contract right now, they're they're still probably a top six team in the West.
0: Yeah. yeah clip I, that. I, mean,
1: I don't care if y'all clip it or not. Sure.
0: No, I don't think anyone's saying they got worse. Plus, you're probably not going to have to deal with the whole two months of COVID again for the yeah. Mavericks. That really did de- that really derailed this team a lot. It derailed Brunson, it derailed Josh Richardson, it derailed Dorian a little bit. Dorian recovered better than the other two, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of different things. K- KP going into the season healthy. I know it's been used to death. I know P- Cuban's mentioned it, Nico's mentioned it, kids mentioned it. Everyone I've mentioned it, everyone has mentioned it, but that's a positive going into the season. So marginally, you're, you're improving just a little bit here and there. And again, it's so what we said yesterday. They improved probably fifteen percent or you know ten percent. Yeah, we want them to improve, you know, improve thirty three percent.
1: See, that. right now, I think if you look at the West, I think you have the Lakers, Suns, Warriors, and Jazz as their top four. And then for me, I think that next group is Dallas, you know, Denver, the Clippers, Memphis, Portland. I think it's one. in right now. But if Dallas goes out over the, over the next few days and adds Drogic and maybe something they try to find a way to add like Ubre with Drogic or something like that, I, for me, that could put Dallas in like another category by himself, in my opinion, to where it takes them up a step from the Portland, Denver without, we're saying Denver and the Clippers in that category because they'll have, they won't have Jamal Murray, Kawhi Leonard for most of the year. Yeah. It's like, I think that could separate Dallas up a notch, not into the Suns, Warriors, Jazz, Lakers level, but in a, like a category by themselves in my opinion like a the fifth you know team. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I mean it, there's there's some positives to it. It's not all doom and gloom, right?
1: I'm sure the YouTube comments will be great after. <laughs> they're
0: exploding right now. I can just see them. Yeah. I'm looking they're exploding. They're going nuts. Look at
1: that one. That one's crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not going on Lockdown maps out of context at all. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out whoever you are. It's probably Bates. He he started the last one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Coming up, let's get into the Kemba let's walkers. Talk about
1: Mar- I want to talk about marketing because I think it's dumb that he's still out there.
0: Yeah, we can talk about that too. Coming up, we'll talk about that. But first, let me tell you about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. If you want to put some, down some money, I'm going to call my shot. If you want to put down some money on Slovenia in the gold medal game,
1: <laughs> let's go.
0: Go ahead and do it. Hopefully, they made it. Hopefully, we have, we're recording this before. Obviously, you can put down money on all kinds of Olympic stuff. If you need a reason to watch, if you want some some put some money on it, you can go ahead and bet on. Oh, the Texas Rangers—they're a one and a half point underdog against the Angels, in a day game tomorrow. So, or today on Thursday, you guys can go bet on that if you're just a complete degenerate and you have no self-love because you're still watching the Rangers—not because you're on Bet Online, but because you're still watching this Texas Rangers team. Go ahead, use the promo code LOCKDOWN, get a fifty percent welcome bonus to first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into... Uh, I'm going to talk about Kemba Walker real quick because Kemba Walker bought out. He had two years, $74 million left on his contract. This buyout is insane to me. It's such a big deal, and we didn't well, how see... how much
1: did he give up? I haven't seen the numbers.
0: I, he had to give up something.
1: Well, so, like, Blake Griffin, I think, gave up, what, $13 million? I just want to see how much of that seventy-four he gave up. Did he give up fifteen? Did he get, you know, what did he give up to... Where, you know, somebody tweeted out today and say, hey, how why does buyouts work this way? How can Kimba get bought out? Not Dragic. You know, the player has to give up some money to be to release from the contract. The team's still gonna pay a majority of the money, but it's like, hey, if Kimba's due thirty four million dollars, then will he give up ten of it and you just have to pay twenty? You know, he was due seventy something, but still, he had to give up a good chunk to leave OKC to go to New York.
0: And so they worked it out somehow. Both sides are eating, eating something. (laughs) So now he's going to New York and sliding into their cap space. They still had left. Uh, And yeah, I thought that was a a really interesting thing. Why didn't the Mavericks get in on this?
1: Well, I just think this was a predetermined move by Kim Benes camp. It was, I think this was a, we want to go home or I want to go home to New York. Yeah. I'll give up money to go home to New York instead of, Hey, I'll give up 15, 20 million to just go down the highway to Dallas. I mean, he could have, I don't know for sure on that, but it just seems like New York of all places, his home to play for the Knicks. You're in the, you know, like, well, I don't even know what it means to say you're in the East anymore. Cause they're probably, they might be better than the West. Next I was going to say, but still, I mean, the Knicks team is fun. I mean, they took that same team basically and added Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier to that team. So it should, Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was just a this. He's going to do this to go to the Knicks and not anyone else.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a decision that he made, and it would be tough for the Mavericks to get in on it. We've talked about Kemba before. He has knee issues, and to yeah. you know to rely on a guy like that, I think I would much rather rely on Dragic, even though he's older than Kemba Walker, who has knee problems and has, has missed a bunch of games recently.
1: But at that price, though, I would have signed me up all. Day. Yeah, like if you were to tell me this morning, he if that tweet said. He was getting, you know, bought out and was going to sign an eight million dollar deal with Dallas. Y'all would have got an emergency pod. I would, have, <laughs> I would have been hyped for that. Like that's a, that's a move for that. Pod. We would
0: have disregarded the knees at that point and been like, it's fine, forget the knees.
1: Worth the eight million dollars with no knees. Anyway, do you want to talk about marketing?
0: Yep, go for it.
1: I just think it's kind of weird that I, I know all the reports is like, hey, is. his asking price has been too high. He's kind of. It's kind of like Schroeder in a wave.
0: him. Oubre Schroeder, Oubre and marketing are all, and you the know, same you right? know
1: who it validates. It validates you because you said going into this whole free agency, there's only so many players that can get $20 million. Schroeder and was not one of them so far. Now we're now the, you know, the musical chairs, the music is, is getting close to stopping. If not already, with the teams that have cat space and Markin and Schroeder and Ubre are standing around looking for a chair to sit down. And there's no chairs.
0: Two of the players I mentioned that though, I mostly focused on the guards because there's this big group of guards, like these mid-level guards and Reggie Jackson and Schroeder are, were two of the guards in there. I'm like, I don't know if all these guys are going to get that money. Yeah. And both of them are unsigned at that at this well,
1: point. Well, the crazy thing is, I mean, I think of all those guys, if we just lump Reggie Jackson, those four, four guys, Reggie Jackson's probably getting the most money out of those because, you know, the Clippers can go over the cap to bring him back. So yeah. he's going to get some decent type of deal. Probably not 20 million, but it's going to be a, a decent deal for marketing. It's like he's 24 years old. They gave him the qualifying offer. Is he really about to come back on the qualifying offer and play for a Bulls team that he's going to come off the bench? There's no way in you know where that they're going to roll out a lineup of Levine, DeRozan, Vooch, and Markkinen in a starting five because I think you and I could play better defense than those four guys together. So <laughs> that's the, I'm just so intrigued with where he goes. Is it a sign and trade Do the bulls, you know, get something back for him. I was shocked. He wasn't in the DeRozan deal. And I'm just saying like, if there's been interest in the past of him, or especially if he's interested in coming to Dallas, I get the redundancy between him and KP. But if you could pull off adding marketing in the, any type of around $10 million range for even one year. And it doesn't really cost you a ton. Or if it's a sign and trade of like marketing for Dwight and something else, I would totally swing for marketing right now. 40% three point shooter, still 24 sign me up. Like I, I think somebody's going to get him at a, at a, I want to say steal If it's around 10 to 12 million, even if it's on a prove it type deal.
0: Yeah. He's a really interesting case right now. All these guys are interesting cases to see where they're going to go. Who has the, like, if the Mavericks do that deal and it's Dwight Powell, then could they still get Dragich? They have to. They would have to get him in a buyout at that point because they just don't have the contracts to be able to to match, unless it's Maxi or you know somebody mm-hmm. else.
1: I mean, would Dallas sign or trade Maxi for for marketing?
0: You mean, asked me this question. I was standing in line at a Walmart, which I should never do because they, the lines just take so long. It's a ridiculous store. I man, I I don't want to. You know how much I love Maxi as a person, but also as a player. The the upside for Markin is like you're really taking a risk there, but it could work out really well. There's there's just no way him and KP can play together. That's just that's hard to envision. unless KP
1: became like a back to the defensive player that the anchor in the middle.
0: But and it also depends on in what in what scenario are you playing them in the playoffs? Never, right? Are you playing them in regular season? Sure, like right? they they can yeah. make it work, but.
1: 'Cause for Chicago it makes sense. Maxie's a better defender. He's on a you know a, yeah. a good contract. Like he fits really well with that team. And then they're having the conversations of, well, dang, is it better when we play Patrick Williams and Maxie as our front court guys? <laughs> yeah. You know, and so it's just for Dallas, it's kind of like an upside swing, you know, if you pull in marketing who's a better three-point shooter, probably, um, better all-around offensive player, but I don't know. There there's just still some names out there to where if Dallas you know, snuck in and got a player for a cheaper contract. I think, you know, in addition to a Dragic that we're kind of looking at it saying, well, dang, this
0: wasn't that bad. Josh Hart, another player that's restricted that still hasn't been signed another yet. Another
1: sign and trade option. He would be great in Dallas.
0: Uh, We mentioned Rich Jackson. Paul Millsap still out there?
1: Uh, No, I'm done. He's toast. <laughs> Watch him sign him tomorrow. But.
0: There's this group of, like, veterans. There's this group of veterans right now that are all just... Kind of washed that are still out there. Paul Millsap, Iguodala, Demarcus Cousins, JJ Reddick, and then uh, put Iguodala or put uh, West Matthews sort of in there too. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: another thing we got to look at Dallas's you know roster spots right now. You know, Luca, Tim, Dorian, KP, Dwight. Let's just say that's that's five. Maxi, Willie, and then are you ready for the bees? Bullock, Brunson, Brown, Brown, Boban. <laughs> So
0: Moses Brown, Sterling Brown, Boban.
1: Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, those top five. Then you're looking at that's seven more players on the bench. So now you're at 12. Tyrell Terry, Nate Hinton on two ways. Uh, you know, that's, you know, spot 16 and 17. So they have what? Two to three roster spots still in flux. There's probably a name I'm forgetting right now that somebody's yelling at me. And saying,
0: It's probably this. Oh, I said Boban.
1: He's one of the B's. I just wanted to use the drop. And and then it gets even that's where it gets interesting to where it let's just say they did the deal, you know, for Dragic and it's Dwight and Willie, and let's say they had to put Tyrell Terry in that. Okay, well then you're you're sending out three and getting one. So now you really have to fill the roster. So then Dallas is turning into one of those teams at that point where they're signing to minimum guys. That's when they're looking at the Paul Millsaps and Wes Matthews of the world, <laughs> Jared Dudley's of the world, of saying, hey round out the rest of the roster
0: justice Winslow's still out there too
1: I honestly don't know how I feel about him I
0: know I don't think anyone it's like does.
1: Some, some people's like hey he would be great for a flyer and then you see some people who like follow the Grizzlies and like he's done so what, what is he <laughs> You're like man and he's young too Danny
0: Green by the way got two years 20 million whoa yeah wow I didn't That's- think he was gonna get 10 I didn't either, but here we are. Free agency—it's right now—is when free Mike agency Toby, makes, baby. makes no sense. There you go. Uh, hopefully, so- Slovenia is won, and you're celebrating right now, guys. We will be back. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Mike Toby. Boom.
1: Better than better than Rudy Gobert.
0: Seriously, Phineas, what are you doing? I just can't make up my mind.